it's 420 somewhere and welcome to sex and sativa with alex it's me your favorite sex positive goddess and thank you for 10,000 listens in this moment i feel so happy i feel so accomplished and yet i still feel words can't describe just how i feel but i'm thankful Sex and Sativa with Alex has been my baby for three years now and for someone who knows she lacks the motherly instinct, I am so pleased with the growth that this podcast, my baby, has gone through. I am pleased with the growth that this podcast has forced upon me and I am pleased with the fact that I have people that listen to me. I am so thankful because my three-year anniversary for the podcast is in three weeks and I'm just, I'm happy. I'm so thankful. This episode is going to be filled with me profusely thanking any person listening in this moment. But it's also going to be a little way for me to check in, share a few fun stories and I'm thankful. Cheers to 10,000. This is going to be a good episode. Have you ever felt so light and happy? I think the word is buoyant. I feel buoyant. First things first, I deserve orgasms today. This multi-orgasmic sex-positive goddess demands orgasms to make this day feel complete. It's actually 4.20 in this particular moment. I try to make sure I have every detail ready for my podcast so that once it's 4.20, I could actually still be speaking to you. You know, because the bitch is going to be buzzed today. But I'm just trying to have all the details that make my podcast quite awesome to me. I did an hour-long yin yoga a few hours ago, which has my body feeling tight and light and just all good stuff, first of all, because this is a podcast for that. Mm. Happy 420. It's always 420 somewhere. I know sometimes that feels like I'm just saying it out of my ass, but... Every country has different time zones. So at any given point, you could be 420 in a different country. And as such, take that as your permission to experience, enjoy, and appreciate the herb. Mm. Also, I have to be on my side. But yeah, I'm going to get orgasms today. I did an hour long in yoga, which has me feeling all tight. That's the thing about yoga and my relationship with yoga recently has just been awesome. I also did Kegels while practicing yoga, so that just got me all turned on. And as such, I know my orgasms will be amazing. I'm taking a page from my podcast on prepping for a solo masturbation session. I'm going to have at least three toys out on the bed. Lube is in the freezer. I have two blunts. I'm going to roll two blunts maximum because I already have two blunts here for the podcast. Tea and room temperature, whatever, my bedside. Not the particular tea I'm using for this podcast now. I saved a cranberry and apple tea that I'm going to enjoy because this is just a dark black tea. I like using black teas um, for podcasts because it's like a shot of coffee. 
but I'm gonna have an awesome masturbation session. Alex is going to have an awesome masturbation session because my orgasms just leave me happy but they also leave me thirsty which is why I always have water and tea by my bedside on a very different note anyone listening to my podcast right now when you are done having sex with a partner that means you're having partnered sex when you're done having sex with a partner or your partner and your partner doesn't offer to get you a glass of water or a bottle of water or you don't think to offer your partner a glass of water or a bottle of water we think you're aftercare methods anyway alex is going to take the day to fuck herself silly is why i'm doing the podcast this early so that i know i'm done with almost all of my chores i want to become drunk on my own orgasms and that's all thanks to you listening right now i am very happy i don't even know where the podcast is going from here but it's definitely up and to greater heights on that note if you know any company preferably either in the sex industry or the cannabis industry if you know anyone willing to sponsor this gorgeous insanely talented undeniably beautiful black nigerian 420 friendly podcaster hook up hook alex up let's grow this baby to wonderful heights unless you are completely fine with the state of podcasts that are going viral right now in nigeria and the sort of content that they have but i'm not sure in that person's hustle it's just it's kind of interesting that it's really the controversial shit that you guys enjoy trending because you guys can have the loudest of opinions about about how those conversations those controversial conversations don't make sense and shouldn't apply but in other words all you're doing is fueling the publicity and marketing for that particular podcast so for all um for all this publicity and marketing for my own podcast let's make alex go viral but for the podcast shit no personal shit i have no interest in my life going personal my personal life going viral but you know my work going viral i do not mind although i think the idea of virality and content you know that's a different conversation for myself <clears throat> anyway let's introduce people to this light and let them be informed of this sexy as fuck engaging yet empathic podcast we all deserve amazing sex and the opportunity to unlearn sexual biases and experience in my previous episode when i spoke about body count i wanted to recount the story that i shared with my sister but i ran out of time that episode is an hour long and you guys are just blowing it up my sister and i were discussing previous sexual partners has and mine completely different by the way so don't get any ideas into your head i've been watching a couple of criminal minds just to relax recently and I'm, i came across an episode where one of the serial killers is a collector he wanted to collect the complete set of two sisters and i was just like that's so weird but also my sister and i are very very hot so don't think like that um I was whining about when I was discussing previous sexual partners with my sister. I was whining about how I felt like I lacked a speck in general. Honestly, I was about to go into my head about how I don't have a specific type of man I'm attracted to. I don't have a speck of guys I fuck. It just seemed, it just seemed like a wide range of different men. 
and um but my sister was just looking at me like i like maybe i lost it that was her look she was looking at me like i lost it she was surprised that i didn't even realize that i had a speck and i was like okay so what's my speck then she made me realize that i only fucked certain type of guys she reminded me that i do not fuck stupid apparently i enjoy being attracted to men that are smart enough to stimulate me those sort of men are usually very very cocky and full of themselves but they are smart as fuck so apparently that's my spec the longer the sexual relationship the smarter i think you are and apparently (laughs) i respect your smarts enough until i can barely stand you and i was like huh that was i just i I wouldn't say it was mind-blowing for her to like put it into terms like that for me or to help me come to the realization but what a revelation man this is why i think people really need therapy because having someone that is objective that has no idea or any bias about you as a person spot patterns in your life can be just sort of healthy and freeing but by now you know alex is sort of stubborn I can be a stubborn bitch. Not sort of. I am. I am a stubborn bitch. And I was trying to counter my sister by dropping a name of a previous sexual partner that I didn't think fell into that skill of what she was calling my spec. And she was very, very quick to remind me that non-consensual situations aren't regarded. And that brings me back to why i said i wasn't talking about it during body count because that's why i hate the body count conversation if we are being very honest in some cases if one was to go back like if you are actively to go back and or so if some people are actively to go back and objectively revisit some sexual experiences it can be jarring it can be scary it can be sad to realize that not every sexual experience was a hundred percent kosher not every sexual experience was a hundred percent all right and where does that leave one am i supposed to count non-consensual relationships or non-consensual sexual experiences as part of the bodies i caught the conversation and complexities regarding trauma and trauma responses in sexual situations are why i am narrowing my work in the sex field uh, in the sexual field as strictly pleasure the world is sad the world is difficult and i personally as an individual as a human being i am not mentally ready i don't know when i'll be mentally ready to discuss and tackle um such heavy situations especially in a one-on-one skill but yeah it's just it's really sad and difficult in this world so to save my sanity to save myself i stay in situations that are sort of light and airy and shit like that hence my my field of work is strictly pleasure i plan to pivot career wise very soon and i'll talk about it soon on this podcast i just i'm absolutely fascinated by my mind and i'm very impressed anyway my mind is going back to my solo masturbation session after i'm done recording this that's where i'm at see what i said i can't think of i don't want to focus on not so positive stuff so i'm going back to happy thoughts my happy place which is 
thinking of my solo masturbation session after I am done recording this. Huh. Now I'm thinking, should I have come to this podcast freshly fucked and come drunk? Or is slightly articulate Alexandria the way to go? No, Alex, have sense. Finish your work, then reward yourself. I think that's a good way to go. Finish the work and reward yourself. Makes so much sense. Switching lanes to something that has me a little bit slightly concerned because I've been thinking of the fuck marathon I'm going to give myself. I've been celibate for about three years now and in that time frame I've somehow figured out my clitoral orgasms. Now, Alex, one of God's beloved, has always achieved orgasms from penetration. Yes, I know. I am one in a million. They are not plenty like that. They don't make them like they used to. But I do achieve orgasms from penetration. I used to. When I started buying sex toys, I sort of focused on penetrative toys because that did it for me. I did try a couple of stimulating toys, but I just... eh. I didn't, I didn't get it. I don't think I was patient enough to figure it out. I just, it just didn't work for me. So I stuck strictly to penetrative toys. Dildos that vibrated, um, well, vibrators. I really didn't do the bullet thing because, like I said, not my cup of tea. I'd be liking something inside that. So I started, I focused on penetrative toys, but I was gifted Ducky. Ducky is a clitoral stimulating toy by Tracy's dog. Um, I was gifted Ducky by from Scotty and Famous. Go check out her handle. She's an amazing sex positive educator, and she's really really cool. Ducky is a clitoral stimulating toy, like I stated before, and I had never had a clitoral stimulating toy of that level before. So when I was gifted the toy, I was like, oh, okay, this seems cool. This seems fine. I would just check it out and I'll, I'll just be disappointed, but give my honest opinion about the possibilities of what it could do. Well, I still remember my surprise. <laughs> like my honest surprise at the first clitoral orgasm that Ducky gave me. There I was, buzzed as fuck testing a toy so I could figure out what went where and how it worked and I was just coming. I was still in testing mode because usually when I test shit I like to have papers around me and jotters around me so I can just jot shit down. So here I was just trying to figure out okay it has eight speed settings what does this do what does this do. I was trying and before I knew it I just started coming. It was so quick it was fast it was it it was so surprising and it was much more intense than anything and any orgasm i'd ever had before it was so much more intense than any other simulation i had previously gotten sexually and trust me i wasn't sexually starved i wasn't orgasm starved i was gucci so the clitoral thing just the clitoral orgasm took me by storm now I got fascinated by the fact that my clit was no longer defective because in my head, it just, it didn't work. There was no need. So I was fascinated by the fact that my clit was no longer defective. And I just went ham with the toy. I was like, so this, this works. 
all right let's see what speed eight and speed two can do on constant rotation and moving within each other and you see i went ham with the toy at the moment i have got a total of nine orgasms in one masturbation session would have gone for 10 but that day i was feeling too sensitive that kind of sensitive that leaves you crying and i was already teary from i think by orgasm four i had there crying so that was just it that was the end of my I got to Celsius so I ended the session. Why am I rehashing this? Well, I was going through an article. It wasn't recently. I think it was towards the end of the year, towards the end of last year or the beginning of this year. I can't be too sure. I was going through an article about how most women who enjoy penetrative orgasms initially and then find clitoral orgasms later in life find it hard to enjoy or achieve penetrative orgasms again. And women who used to or who enjoy Okay, so first people, people that enjoy penetrative orgasms and then find clitoral orgasms late in life, find it hard to enjoy or achieve penetrative orgasms again. And that women who enjoy and achieve or achieve clitoral orgasms find it difficult to achieve penetrative orgasms. Yes, I'm very much aware of that one. Now, if they somehow switch from um, getting they are, those women are somehow able to um, achieve clitoral and penetrative orgasms if they do achieve penetrative orgasms in general compared to the women that used to enjoy penetrative orgasms or achieve penetrative orgasms and then get into clitoral orgasms now I'm a tad selfish and a lot cocky so this is sort of a problem because at first I thought the article was just you know people speaking out of their ass on the internet these days you have to double people check the information and how you are spreading it because you don't want to be the person that spreads negative or false news you even need to be sure that where you're getting or where you're reading article from the person writing because I as an adult I found it I think I realized that when people create art it is really hard for them to take out their bias because a lot of they're not even aware that there is a certain bias when they are creating art it um films movies literature it is difficult to separate your bias when creating because you creating is just you honestly so when you are consuming an article, I, need, I always try to be careful to make sure that the writer doesn't have like any hidden bias that might show in the way he's actually creating his work. So, I had no idea that this was a problem. Here I was vibing, enjoying clitoral orgasms late in life and just, I mean not late in life, I'm not, I'm not like in my 30s. Still not late in life, 40s not late in life. Oh, okay not late in life just a little bit later see since i started clitoral orgasms i gave up on all my penetrative toys and combine that with lack of dick lack of penetrative toys and did i remind you of the fact that i kept my my hair for so long my sister set it on fire well all of that lack of action in my vagina canal I sort of grew tighter I clocked it I knew I was figuring it out and I was like eh, this is a biggie when I'm ready to get dick down when I'm ready for that penetrative sex when I'm ready for dick I'll be as good as new except a little bit tighter 
fast forward to i think a few months ago no about a year ago i tried using a g-spot vibrator with ducky for a combo orgasm deal now i got the clitoral toy i think in 2021 yes i got the clitoral toy in 2021 so i tried using a g-spot vibrator with ducky for a combo orgasm deal selfish so <laughs> and it wouldn't go in uh the g-spot vibrator just wouldn't go in which was weird because i was already one orgasm in so obviously i'm all wet and moist and should be more accepting of uh something penetrating me that's the idea that's why you always have more than enough foreplay so that she's all wet and it's easier for her to accept you it's easier for vaginal canal to at least relax even though it's been contracting with orgasms to just accept it and it's wetter that's the entire point so i was one orgasm in and i said okay bring in the gist of vibrator and it wouldn't go in and at first i was just like okay maybe because i haven't used this one in a while and i was poking and prodding and poking and prodding and it was just the more i tried to walk the toy in the more painful it became that's what i brought about that end to that particular session that day because i felt uncomfortable and i was like okay what the fuck is going on i even stopped using my own natural lubrication i actually got lube and tried to still work it in and it just hurt so it just it, it when i used lube to have the gisper vibrator going it wouldn't stay in I mean, yes, it stayed in, but it hurt so much. So I was just like, okay, this is not even worth it. Like, it's supposed to be relaxed. I'm supposed to be trying to come in. I'm not supposed to try to, like, grit my teeth and bear it. I'm not trying to impress anybody. This hurts, and I such, I'll stop. So I stop. Now, I'm, I'm sort of scared that I have um, vaginismus. If you don't know what vaginismus is, Google vaginismus. I was supposed to Google that, but like I said, I've just been quite dizzy. So to give an in-depth explanation of what vaginismus is, but it's a situation where uh, the woman's vaginal canal just refuses to expand. It stays tight as fuck. Women like that do not. Women that experience vaginismus do not enjoy sex. And when this is for my Nigerian people, when you hear stuff like magun or like oh, you hear all the stories of a, a woman cheating her husband and another man's penis got locked inside of her. Most cases of a woman's penis locking in the vagina is vaginismus and it's uncontrollable it is not the most comfortable of things and it's painful for the party that has vaginismus most men that have vaginismus don't even just go straight into sex they need to use dilators working dilators to open up their vagina and there are different sizes so you work your way off of the into the different sizes before you tell yourself okay you're ready to accept dick even then circumstances have to be right because it's an involuntary you're not the, you have no control over it yes i said do practice kegels but i'm also very mindful of people who have pelvic floor problems or women that have been that have given birth because your everybody's pelvic floor is different and as such if you can hold and um do 15 kegels the more i say kegels the more i feel like you should do kegels if you don't know what kegels are as a woman listening try and just contract (laughs) contract your vagina hold it in and then release as a guide to kegels are great to 
workout or exercise your prostate it's also good for men who are experiencing erectile dysfunction to actually practice kegels it's just great all around for your pelvic floor but if your pelvic floor is not strong enough to handle kegels then i usually don't suggest it because it could lead to more problems for you so i am now scared alexandria has vaginismus i know it seems extreme but i i just I'm sort of deciding if I, how much I want it to bother me. <clears throat> like I'm trying to decide how much I want it to bother me because I'm still celibate. Um, I, I haven't, I still haven't used any penetrative toys since 2021. Um, so I'm just. And the thing about me still being celibate three years even is I have not found any man worthy enough to be inside this top tier, you know, tight and wet, high performing, top tier vagina. Mine. Anyway, I wrote a little erotica recently to kind of work my frustrations out, and it was supposed to be on this particular episode so I could celebrate my 10,000 listens. But I sort of started doing too much and I complicated the entire thing. So instead of like a quick erotica, like my previous erotica episode, I wanted to do more voices. I just wanted to play. I used to lead a team previously that created erotica first of its kind in west africa i think in africa completely i said that team so you know i still remember a lot of things and i'm trying to do that but i do not have the equipment to do that so it's taking a little bit longer than i thought maybe it's be a bonus episode i'm not sure and i'm not promising anything I like the story I really wrote a lot and I wanted to use it to celebrate my 10,000 listens, but and the funniest part is by the time I started scripting this episode, I saw the 10,000 listens and I was so happy and I just started scripting because nobody could even just disturb myself scripting. By the time I was getting towards the end of getting the script ready, I saw that the, the 10,000 listens were no longer just in 10,000, they had gone up and I was just like, thank you guys so much. I am so grateful thank you for thank you because this podcaster is thankful thank you for enjoying my little life stories thank you for taking the topics i dole out and the tips i dole out here and using it to have the best sex of your life thank you for sharing my podcast to people you think would enjoy this thank you for your engagement on social media or in my case the lack thereof (laughs) i'm thankful that you truly allow me to be the absolute unfiltered yet honest version of myself. By the end of season two, I was celebrating 3,000 listens in 12 countries and I absolutely couldn't believe the trajectory my life was headed in. I couldn't believe that something that was born out of desperation and a a need to just get something out there had 3,000 listens I was I had begun my work in the sex field and I was just happy I was meeting people I was making connections I was putting my mark I just couldn't believe it with 3,000 listens at the end of season 2 now it's bye to season 5 and thank you for over 10 
thousand listens in over 15 countries and i am much more sure and much more confident that i'm making the right choices for me and that i've got this thank you to this podcast thank you to you listening and most importantly alexandria thank you I don't know how I would have I just I don't know how I would have done this without having the balls to do it. I don't know how I would have grown if I didn't pull through and hang in there. So thank you. Until I come here again next time.